0: is Adele's 30 her best album. Probably because it's the only one that I've heard.
1: What? Bro what are you talking about man?
0: What's that smell? Oh that would be me. I've been swimming in
2: raw sewage. I love it. I love it. That's the signal. Let's go.
0: us again welcome to trimming musical fat the podcast where we trim albums that are too damn long I'm Stephen Nicholson and I'm Paul Nicholson and thank you for joining us as we take our invisible scissors to an album by one of the biggest music stars of the 21st century Adele and her 2021 album 30 what's going to make the under 50 minute single vinyl PTMF supercut of the album Easy On Me, Love Is A Game, Hold On, Women Like Me, Keep Listening To Find Out. And we'll also find time to do regular features like Joke Of The Pod, Tale Of The Tape, Critical Reception, Trim The Talk, Archive Interview Clips and we'll revisit the the year of release which was 2021 and we'll be asking the final question. This is Caroline, and this is Marisa. We're the Eaves, and you're listening to Trimming the Musical Fat.
2: Well,
0: first of all, Paul, we had post on our Facebook group some clues to see if anybody would guess which artist we're going to mm-hmm. be doing tonight since this is I think it's the first time we've done a twenty first century album. Yeah. I think so, yeah. So I've been putting clues out there and the person that came up with the answer first was Mr Davey Mellon. So well done Davy. Dunno if Davey likes Adele or not, but <laughs> he's the one that got the answer. Well done Davy. So Paul, we're talking Adele today. What's your level of fandom? Not massive, to
1: be honest. She's good. She's very talented, but I I don't really know. Probably the Singles and Skyfall. And other than that, I don't really know any of her stuff, to be honest.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, I'm more of a casual fan. Um, I kind of download or stream Stream the albums, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't seen her live or, or anything mm-hmm. like that. What was the first Adele music you ever bought? Probably Skyfall. Right, mm-hmm. 2012? Yeah, 11 years ago. James Bond theme? Mm-hmm. Yep, so that, that's, in terms of buyer, yeah, that's, that'll be the
1: only, the only one. But my wife, she likes her, she's got... Oh, does she? Yeah, she, she's got a couple of her
0: albums. And did she ever take to singing Adele in the showers? No, no, no. <laughs> You're safe from that. Yeah. Um. I think the first thing that I bought from Adele was her second album, uh, Twenty One. Mm-hmm. Um, I must have got that maybe in two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve. I think it was an iTunes birthday voucher or something, so I got the the download of that. Um, I think the first single I bought of hers was Skyfall as well. Um, in two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. It's a tale of the tape. 30 is the fourth studio album by English singer-songwriter Adele. It was released on the 19th November 2021 by Columbia Records as Adele's first studio album since 25, which was released in 2015. 30 is inspired by Adele's divorce, motherhood, fame and heartache, and expressed these themes of acceptance and hope. She wrote the album from 2018 through to 2020 with producers such as Greg Kirsten, Max Martin and Shellback, all of whom worked on 25 as well. New collaborators included Ludwig Goddardson and inflow of English band Salt album reached number one in 23 different countries including the UK and US and was the biggest selling album worldwide in 2021. There are 12 tracks on the album and they are, as I grab the vinyl copy of it right here, Strangers by Nature, Easy on Me, My Little Love, Cry Your Heart Out, Oh My God, Can I Get It, I Drink Wine, All Night Parking, Women Like Me, Hold On, To Be Loved, and Love Is A Game. So the album is 58 minutes in duration, which means we need to lose at least 8 minutes today. And there were 3 singles released from the album, and they are Easy On Me, which was released on the 15th of October 2021. The second single released from the album was Oh My God, and that was released on the 29th of November, 2021. And the final single released was I Drink Wine, which was released on the 4th of November, 2022.
2: You do do that thing, you. when you bring out an album, you bring it out and you do the promo and you normally do a tour, or yeah. in this case it was gonna be the Vegas residency, and then you vanish. Yeah. So. What are your plans for this vanishing? And do you know how long, <laughs> how long you're going to be vanished for?
3: Um, uh, well, well, I definitely will vanish again, um, but I'm trying to like make a really conscious effort to stop being so anal with my privacy. Like, I mean, say that I'm still fucking private though, so I don't. Really <laughs> know what it is, but I'm trying to not always be two completely different versions of myself because it's exhausting. Like, you know, switching on and switching off and some like of that. So I, that's sort of why I'm sort of like, I go out for dinner a bit more now even, which I know sounds pathetic. But like, what's the worst that could happen? Nothing. You know, so, um, I, yes, I will be disappearing in terms of my music, but like, you might see a glimpse of me every now and then. I won't be in complete hiding, you know, but... Do you disappear to, like, recharge? Yeah, just... and it takes me a while. Yeah. Mm. It really takes me a while. Like, you know, it takes me about three years, yeah, and then I've got to, like, rev myself up to go into the yeah. studio. And then it takes me a good year and a bit to finish an album Mm. but yeah but I, you know like I said I would I would like to maybe have more children so it'd be up to them you know because I only just now feel like I've caught up on my sleep from nine years ago when I (laughs) had my stuff. Hey this is Mar from Pods Like Us the show where we help you to find your next podcast addiction and you're listening to Trimming the Musical Fat.
1: So Paul what was the critical reception to the album? So veteran critic Robert Crystal hailed 30 as a breakthrough for Adele, who explores new vistas of virtuosity subtly because subtlety is her thing, texturing and shading her mezzo on an album a step up variety wise from its predecessors. So the album went to number one in the UK and the US, going two times platinum in the UK and three times platinum in the US. The album sold 5.5 million copies worldwide, which was 18 million less than the predecessor 25 sold. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think it just shows a difference in the way music was consumed in those years. Streaming, yeah, yeah six years, whatever it was. Awesome. And in the year 2021, the Scottish national football team played in their first major tournament since 1998 at the 2020 European Championships. Right. Which are held this year due to COVID delaying them from the previous year. Joe Biden became president this year. Or oh, he? And, of course, that famous interview with Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan, and obviously the controversial parts from the interview halfway through, they claimed that a senior family member had voiced worries about the colour of their son Archie's skin.
0: Maybe another thing to talk about is the top grossing movies from that particular year.
1: Number one was Spider-Man and No Way Home. At number two was the battle the battle at Lake Chanjin. Never heard of it. At number three was High Mum. Never, Never heard of it. At number 4 heard this one, No Time to Die. Hello DMLN. Best Bond mm-hmm. movie apparently. At number five was F9 The Fast Saga. and number six was Detective Chinatown 3. At number seven was Venom, Let There Be Carnage. At number eight was Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm-hmm. Number nine was Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. At number 10 was Sing. Not the greatest yeah. top 10 in the world ever. Probably because of the whole Covid thing, was mm-hmm. not it? Yeah, yeah,
3: at that point. I started recording in February of 2019. Um, yeah, my first session was with Greg and we came out of Easy On Me. The last song was Hold On, and it's wild to think of the lyrical content of Easy On Me to where I got with Hold On of like that I felt strong in my sort of mayhem and like turmoil. I'm talking to myself in it, like, you know, I I think a lot of people will feel like I'm singing it to them, but I'm talking to myself like, you know, um, like Love Will Soon Come and stuff like that. Time
0: for us to drink wine, complain about relationship breakups, and hang out with Alan Carr as we trim the top. The feature where we're all asked the same questions and have to answer them all in under three minutes. So Paul, are you ready? I sure am. Okay, let us start the timer. Describe Adele in three words. Diva, cool, inspiration. I would say uh, soulful, sweaty, and relatable. Um, have you seen Adele live? No. Okay, uh, your favourite Adele album? This one. Okay, and that's the only one you've listened yes. to. <laughs> okay, uh, mine's just 21. Uh, your favourite Adele song? The one that she did, the, the cover of the Bob Dylan song, for My Love. feel My Love. You feel yeah, my love? yeah I, I would agree with you on that, although since it's a cover, um, I will, I will not pick that, I'll maybe go with, uh, I'd, I'd probably go with Hold On, which is on 30, or Someone like you, which is on mm. the the, the twenty one album. Um, okay, and what were you doing at the time of the album's release, which was November nineteenth, two thousand and twenty one? Probably, I think we kind of went back into a sort of lockdown. At that two point, minutes
1: right? left, or or we're about to, Yeah, that winter. So probably just yeah, going, going back and getting back into that sort of way of being again. And,
0: Still a lot of uncertainty to the mm. next year, really. Yeah, well I, I actually checked my diary and we recorded a couple of Paul McCartney episodes oh, right. that week. So yes, Friday I was off. I was probably editing them uh, on that day. So um when and where did you first hear this album? Two weeks ago. Right, okay. Uh, well I first heard it at the gym uh, streaming it on Apple Music and subsequently I then bought the Amazon exclusive Double White Vinyl yeah. so I am in possession of that uh, and what's your favourite track from the album? I quite like the the last song actually. Yeah One Minute song. Remaining. Uh, loves the Game. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, that would be my, my second favourite song and I think my favourite is Hold On mm. which is I think track 10. Brilliant. Uh your least favourite song? The is it a third song, Little Girl or something Oh the one uh where she's talking to the book or son. Oh it's Ken the... Not not a fan of no. that one. No, that's no. My Little Love. Certainly not my Certainly yeah. not My Little Love. This is where we're to gonna go. disagree later on. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um Yeah, I think I said women like me, didn't I? Uh, yeah, not remember. Yes, and your album rating out of five? I would say three. Okay, I go three and a half. And there we go. We've done that in under three minutes. So well done us. Hello, listeners. This is David from In the Lap of the Pods Queen Podcast. And you are listening to another episode of Trimming the Musical Fat, Slangeva. Okay, so which songs are going to hold on and get a spot on the Supercut, and which are going to be crying their heart out as they're cut? It's time to create the TTMF Supercut of 30. For this for selection, we're including all 12 songs that featured on the original release of the album. Before we talk about the, the songs, let's talk about the album cover and artwork, which was a photograph by Simon Evatt, who is an English portrait photographer and filmmaker. And what do you think of the, the album cover? The artwork and such like, which we've got here. There we are. There we are. So again, a bit of a change in that the, the previous two albums were black and white headshots. Uh, this one is say, colour. I
1: found the black and white one. Yeah, yeah. and somebody had made it online, so it looked like the other style
0: of the other album. Yeah. And inside...
1: This oh, is I've seen this. All right,
2: okay,
0: so this is good for, for those that are, that are uh, just listening and not watching, but we are holding up the album cover and uh, the two inside sleeves as well. So I'll give them to you, showing mm-hmm. photos Thanks, of Adele yeah. and them. Um, oh, look, at the, look at that lovely white know. yes. Yeah, great, isn't it? Really nice. Yeah, it's cool. So, yeah, just photos of Adele on each of the... Do you know what she looks like? She's been one of those... Windies? Or she's going to get CGI. Oh, Alright, yeah. yeah. Of those, of you know, in the body suits. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, but yeah, that's oh, the album that's armor, Which I quite like, actually. Yeah, I do as well, actually. Yeah. I quite like the idea of... Do you know what reminds me a little bit of... I Phil, Phil Collins' rings albums got remastered. Yeah, he he did like covers of them now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: No, they're, they're great.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I like it. It's for me, it's her our, our best uh, album cover, and I think because of that, yes, yeah, so obviously the template is always a headshot of her, which is the same mm. as Phil Collins. Uh, I would say Adele a bit more glamorous than Phil Collins, but uh, it's. I think it's just good. She went color with this one. Um, it's just very classy. I think the whole package mm. is very classy, which is good. So yeah, well, so this is quite interesting because obviously Jill, your wife, is a Adele fan. You're not really. You can appreciate. Her. Yeah, yeah. And this is first time you've listened mm-hmm. to one of her albums properly for the first time. So yeah, what do you think of the of her and the album? I think it's. I think it's a good album actually. She's, it
1: reminded me a bit of Amy Winehouse, yep. Back to Black, and and also a bit of Katie Dunstall as well, actually, one of the songs. But it was good, because I like it, it sounds very 60s, sort of, mm-hmm. possibly as well. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's a good album. There's a couple of songs. My criticism would probably be that a couple of the songs are too long, and that's what that's probably why we're doing this podcast, because, okay the time of them takes up the duration of the album too much okay
0: yeah for me i think it's very good uh obviously it's about uh, her divorce and motherhood album uh, and uh which is abundantly clear <laughs> you listen oh, yeah. to it <laughs> there's no getting away from it uh, i think uh, she's always had a bit of the that uh, her singing voice is always quite reminiscent of dusty springfield mm. and you can hear that in a lot of the songs as well and and very clearly on this album and i think her voice is as strong and as distinctive as ever uh on this uh, i think the songs on it grow on you uh, with time and uh, i think i mentioned already i'm a big fan of hold on and love is a game i think they're two of our greatest songs um and and although not a a massive one they're certainly uh, a change sonically on this album compared to the the three she's done uh, prior, so she was doing a not not extreme experimenting but she's certainly broadened her canvas in terms of in, in terms of the sound okay, first we're going to go through the songs that definitely made the cut as we both selected them, and then when we we'll talk about the songs that we we disagreed upon. So we actually agreed upon six songs. Uh, actually, unusual, me and Paul are normally quite mm-hmm. in sync when it comes to selecting songs. Mm-hmm. This album's been quite different, where we've, we've differed quite significantly in what songs that we liked, uh, which is unusual. But uh, yeah, we picked six,
1: mm-hmm. half
0: the album uh, that we agreed upon. So let's go through them first. And we'll maybe start with the, the first song on the album, which is Strangers by Nature i've
2: never seen the sky this color before it's like i'm noticing
0: Paul, that was "Strangers by Nature." Uh, what do you
1: think? Really good, really good song. It's, I know you said previously, attributed to Judy Garland. You can totally hear that, that uh, the style and everything yep. that it came from them. Um, but also, I like the the keyboard. It sounds a bit like a it could be a Disney film, or it could be. Mm, it's a good, yeah, actually, um, yeah, Disney, yeah, or, or it could even be a hymn. Some of the, the way. Organist, but it's good, and it also can hear bits of Queen in the harmonies as well. So it's it's a good mixture. It feels current, but it's also got that. It sounds like something from maybe the '60s or
0: even earlier, actually. Yeah, that's that's one of my favourite songs in the album. Yeah, definitely old school. I think it's a good show, actually. It's a Disney classic, Disney cartoon. Yeah, Um, and yeah, it's a tribute to uh, Judy Garland. I, I love the first half. Of the song. Um, yeah, I think you kind of get to the halfway mark, and then you get that kind of classic Hollywood harmonies that kick in, uh, which is really nice. And here's a fact for you so the song was written with film and TV composer Ludwig Goransson, and he is the Emmy Award winning music writer of Star Wars shows The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. Mm. There you go, you did not know that. No. Oh, there we are. So that was the first song that gets on, our second song that gets on was the first single from the album and that is Easy On Me and here it is. Righty, so that was easy on me. Was
1: that easy on your ears, Paul? Yeah, it's it's funny because I once I played it. I, obviously, I'd heard it before, but it, it was good. It made me think a bit of even a little bit of Kate Bush, a little bit like that, or Tori Amos, the piano coming in, and yeah, just a nice heartfelt
0: song. About you? Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's a, it's a very typical Adele song, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, you immediately knew it was her. So yeah, if you want radio play and people to recognise that you've got an album coming out, it was a wise choice. But yeah, I like the simple production on it, which allows Adele's vocals to to shine. Uh, and here's a fact in relation to it. So uh, lyrically, uh, addresses well, she Adele addresses her nine-year-old son uh, Angelo, uh, explaining to him her divorce from his father. And beseeching him to be easy on her. There you go. So we've both agreed that's getting on. Uh, The next one that is getting on, he he says, referring to his very professional post-it (laughs) note, is, uh, can I get it? Well, yes, you can. Here it is, right
2: now. So can I get it right now? Mm. Can I get it right now?
0: That was "Can I Get It." So, can I get a thumbs up from you, Paul, for this song? Thumbs up from me as well. Yeah, would you like about this one? It's good just to hear something a bit more upbeat
1: because <laughs> uh, obviously the slow songs are lovely as well. But it's good to have a mix. It's quite refreshing to hear something quite upbeat. But all, 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 when you listen to all the lyrics, it's all—they're all quite similar to our situation. And, but this is used in a more upbeat way.
0: Yeah, got a great. It's a great tune. I uh, actually surprised they never released this as a single, because uh, mm. very, very radio friendly. Marshall, yeah, 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 it's got a good drive to, as you say, upbeat, which is nice to have something like this on the album. And for me, it actually started out a bit like uh, a music or American Life era Madonna acoustic song, mm. the, way, the way it starts, and yeah. um, so that's what it reminds me of there. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I think the chorus. Breakdown sounds a lot like Ed Sheeran's single from 2014 called Sing. It sort of reminded me of that as well. Um, and you can't kind of fail to perk up at the jaunty whistling that takes you out of the chorus, which, which, is, which is a nice touch. I know that annoyed some people, but I like it. And uh, Here's a fact in relation to the song. So um, Adele co-wrote the song with Swedish record producers Max Martin and Shellback. And they had previously worked with her to produce her 2016 mainstream top 40 number one single, Send My Love to Your New Lover. So there we are, that's track three, which gets on our supercut.
1: This is Eric Paul Johnson from Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song by song podcast. And you're listening to Trimming the Musical Fat. <laughs> oh dear. That wasn't my fat I trimmed
0: all over the top 10 selling albums of 2021 so at number 10 was Planet
1: Heart by Dojo Cat and number nine was Dangerous by Morgan Wallen from and number eight was A Voyage by Abba mm-hmm. and number seven was Savage by Ed Bladow at number six feature nostalgia by Gia Lipa. At number five was After I Was By The Weekend. At number four was Ed Sheeran and of course signed. You know, it was... <laughs> at number three was Justice by Steven Searow, Justin Bieber. And at number two course, was, it was Sour, Sour. by uh, uh, Rodrigo. Yeah, and of course the number one album this year was Adele.
0: Here comes the fourth track, Hold On. I'll maybe kick us off on this one. It's my favourite song on the album. So yeah, I love this song, and I actually first heard it when it was used in an advert, which I may be seen on TV or at the cinema. I remember thinking, "Is that Adele?" Uh, so even just from that advert, I thought this sounds like this sounds like brilliant. Then I heard the album, and it was on there. So um yeah, it's just what a tune. And I think that, that recurring piano motif in it uh, makes it, along with you know the vocal performance. Uh, and the lovely harmonies on there as well strong lyrics um you know that, that take you from self-loathing to ultimately defiance uh, and i think when the drums kick in and the instrumentation keeps being added and built as the song progresses are oh, absolutely fantastic uh yeah you picked as well what do you like
1: yeah it's just really nice the way it, like you're saying the way it, b- that it builds up it makes me a bit like there's a oh, a pink song she did oh, and a, a ballad, a right. really nice song.
0: Uh, I think another one. Do you know mean? what I mean? I can't yeah. remember the, the song title. It reminds right?
1: me of that sort of mm-hmm. what piano. Is. But it's just a really nice song and quite a, a, an emotional one. You feel that when you're listening to it. And just highlights our talent as well and also our vocals mm-hmm. as well. Yeah.
0: This was written, um, one of the co writes with uh, uh, one of the producers on the album, uh, who is a fellow North Londoner to Adele, and that is Inflow. So he uh, co wrote and produced it with her. Okay, the next song um, that is getting on is the song To Be Loved. Was to Be Loved, which is the penultimate song on the album. Uh, I'll maybe kick us off on this one. So, yeah, it's, it's, I don't have much to say in it, really. It's just a simple piano ballad, and I think it features one of Adele's best ever uh, vocals, I think, mm-hmm. especially towards the climax. She's really, really going for it, and you can feel it very heartfelt. Um, and, yeah, that's no more to say in it than that. Very simple production, which suits the song. Yeah, to me, it,
1: it, it's really good, it sounds like, I don't know,
0: some sort of late 70s, a bit like All
1: By Myself, mm-hmm. Eric Carmen, which was obviously covered by Celine Dion, that sort of late 70s, which I love that sound, actually. Uh, so, yeah, just like you, not really much more to say about it, just a really good song, and it showcases our, our vocal talent.
0: Yeah, uh, actually, this song was picked up by several publications, in their ear, uh, end of a year, reviews in 2021 uh, as one of the uh, it made a lot of the, the best songs of 2021 lists so highly highly regarded talking of which a <laughs> song that i highly regard is one of the best songs on the album i think one of dell's best ever songs which is the final song on 30 and that is love is a game So love is a game, a game that you like to play, Paul. It is, yeah, I'm a lover, not a fighter.
1: Uh, what do you like about the song? It's just a really lovely melody, it's like a bit like the previous song, sort of late 70s, early 80s, sort of ballads, and it reminds me a bit of uh, Truly by Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. Sounds a bit like that. So it's a lovely song, and a yeah, nice way to end the album as well.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, this is my, my second favourite song on the album. And as you say, I think the arrangement on it is really uh, kind of old school in a good way. Really, really good. Uh, it could have been something, yeah, as you say, from the 70s or 60s, Motown, mm, something yeah. like that. Uh, it was also the, the the closing song she did on that, Audience with Adele, when the album came out. That was on ITV. Uh, and it's the kind of song that you could see a concert finishing with. And likes the Las Vegas, with mm-hmm. the band still playing, as uh, the performers kind of waving their goodbyes, and that's what actually happened uh, in that show. So uh, yeah, it's an absolutely brilliant song. Um, and I've got a fact in relation to it. So Oprah Winfrey asked Adele the question that has she got better at the game of love, and Adele answered, "I think so because I don't treat it like a game anymore." Uh, and she explains that that thing where you're going to hurt me so I'm gonna hurt you first I'll get you in there first yeah, yeah. I'm not like that anymore so yeah well, that's what she said then mm. <laughs> let's hope she she sticks by it
1: psychological
0: main game mm-hmm.
3: hey everyone out there in the podcasting world this is wide screen wide podcast. Podcast. this is Sam Wiles you are listening to another episode of the truing the musical Vat podcast
0: so there we go, that's the six songs we agree on. Uh there is obviously space for more. So there were another six songs, three that you picked, <laughs> three that I picked. Um so I thought what we could maybe do to uh to compromise is we'll maybe make this an eight track album, and you could pick one of the three songs that that, you chose. that I chose, and I'll do the same for one of the three that You chose. How does that sound? Mm -hmm. And then we'll have our eight tracks. But before we do that, let's maybe jump to joke of the pod.
3: And for our final rule tonight, it's time for another edition of one of our favorite departments here on Real Time, explaining jokes to idiots. (laughs) Uh, So, Paul,
0: you got any uh, Adele jokes to share with the world? Ok, a
1: guy bought a Dell album from me on Ebay, I didn't receive the money for it, so now I'm out of pocket, should I just give up, or should I keep on chasing payments?
0: <laughs> um, why did the Dell cross the road? I don't know, why did the Dell cross the road? To say hello from the other side.
1: You got any others? Why can't an Apple Mac sing? I don't know.
0: Because it's not a Dell. Ah, uh, no, very good. There we go, ladies and gentlemen, and all gender types, those are the joke of the pods. Like trimming musical fat, why not check out our sister podcast, Trimming the Movie Fat, and our latest episodes dedicated to the Mission Impossible movies. So, yeah, Paul, the three songs which I picked, which you didn't, were My Little Love, I Drink Wine, and All Night Parking. So, of those three, which would you put on? I Drink Wine.
2: When I was a child, every single thing could blow my mind. Soaking it all up for fun, but now I only soak up wine. They say to play hard, you work hard, find balance in the sacrifice, and yet I don't know anybody anybody's truly satisfied, you better believe in trying to keep climbing, with the I hope I learn to get over myself. Stop trying to be somebody
0: else. Okay, why that one? It's a good song, and the ending's hilarious. So that that was the reason you chopped it basically because of the ending? Yeah. And this is a problem you have, don't you? Because I think. the other song which you didn't, which you didn't like, was My Little Love because Adele talks on it. Oh, it's just how Do you know what it is? I think because about a year and a half ago, she spit an
1: image, mm-hmm. and they had her in it, and it just makes me think of that, and I can't take it seriously. She's right.
3: speaking. My husband—he's having a heart attack. Step back, Adele. In between winning Grammys and awards for philanthropy, I've also been training as a doctor. Live. Live!
2: Oh, oh my god! It's incredible!
3: That you're alive? No! That you're so thin! How'd you lose all that weight? Um. Maybe by doing this? That's it! Everyone do it!
2: Oh f off! Well, I can feel myself getting thinner!
0: So, of course, she, she does a little bit of talking at the end of I Drink Wine, that's how it got cut. Oh yeah.
3: The only regret I have I wish that it was just at a different time A most turbulent period of my life
2: Why would I put that on you?
0: Okay, Uh, yeah, well, I I picked this song Um, So I'm I'm actually uh, glad So yeah, I drink wine Yeah, and for me, it's another good uh, gospel-type song. I like the Oryx. Again, they're brutally, brutally honest. Uh, She seems to be addressing her ex-husband. And the line in it, which I think is great, is how come we've both become a version of a person we don't even like? Which I thought was a really good line. Yeah, and this was the third and final single from the album, and it reached the top ten in the UK, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, and Sweden. Um, so, the song which I need to uh, choose from, so you pick these were Cry Your Heart Out, Oh My God, and women Like Me. Uh, I am going to go with uh, Oh My God. Boy,
2: give good love, I good, me coming back, even though I'm terrified.
1: what did you like about uh, oh my god it was different it sounded quite modern quite upbeat or maybe even sounds early 90s like on vogue or some something like that i mean i'm saying all these it sounds like it's a compliment to, to Adele and the, the songs so it's it's a good song it's not one of my
0: absolute favorites but it's, like, it's a good song yeah i mean it was album's um second single uh it's about like rolling in the deep Actually, uh, the structure of it and the sound of it, um, uh, the thing that probably made me drop it initially was that really annoying sound effect they've got at the beginning. The drum machine. No, the shrill type thing. It it, it pops back in the song. I was kind of doing my head in, uh, but yes, it is a catchy song (laughs) with a catchy chorus. Okay, the biggest selling singles of 2021 in the UK are At number 10, Body by Tion Wayne and Russ Millions At 9, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd At number 8, Heat Waves by Glass Animals At 7, Stay by Kid Little and Justin Bieber At 6, Levitating by Dua Lipa At 5, Montero, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X At 4, Save Your Tears by Weeknd At three, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. And Olivia Rodrigo is at number two as well with Good For You. And at number one is Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran.
1: I don't have a clue about a lot
0: of those songs. Any ones that you do know that you like? I don't know any of them. No? No. Yeah, the weekend (laughs) ones are really good. Mm -hmm. Even during the week. Check them out, even during the week, yeah.
1: And I heard you say earlier this week in the special, this was your son's first time really seeing you perform in concert with people.
3: Oh, he's never seen me perform. Even like you know, when I used to take him to the sound checks, he'd see me like do a bit of a song and stuff, But he's never no, he's never seen me like properly sing a whole song or, you know, or a show at all. No, it was his first. He was too little last time.
1: What did he say to you after he saw you perform for the first
3: time? He loved it. He loved it. And um, a couple of his best friends came as well. So I think that was really nice for him, like, you know, to be able to experience it with them. Um, I mean, it wasn't, a, you know, he he didn't like shower me with praise or like, you know, say anything <laughs> sort of like wild or anything like that. But he did enjoy it. He did enjoy it um, very much. So um, but it was, it made me so emotional and like, I was looking at him the entire time.
1: And that you doesn't know, throw you trying... off? It, I, obviously it oh, didn't, no, I was, but it doesn't throw you off? I
3: was so ner- oh, yeah, it really threw me off. Yeah, it really, it was my you know, it was, I was really nervous. And obviously, like, you know, I always talk about how nervous I am, but it was a different kind of nerves. Like, I was terrified. Terrified of his opinion.
0: So we've got our eight tracks. Four were not selected. So let's maybe just focus on them for a little bit so yeah My Little Love I did pick that and yeah let's hear a bit of it
2: My little love I see your eyes wide and like an ocean When you look at me so full of my emotions I'm finding it hard to be here in the city Feel lost it's my fault completely. Tell me you love
0: me. I love you and So that was my little love. Uh, and the reason that I had I had picked this is predominantly because I actually really liked the the honesty of it it's actually uncomfortably honest um with obviously the audio inserts of adele talking to her son about obviously divorce and how she's feeling and and such like um and the background to the song's very gospel but yeah brutally honest um and of course good strings in it as well um but yeah, it's the the thing that I like about it is the reason you don't, yeah, which is the talking. Oh, it's, it's, the sentiment
1: and everything. Yeah, that's that's good. It's just cringy. It's just, it's funny. It's
0: comedy gold. Really listening. To it. So Adele's pouring her heart out to her child about divorce and how the child's upset, and you're sitting here. Ah, it's cringy and funny. <laughs> But I blame spit him as you But yeah, talking all the divorce The, sing, the singer filed uh, for divorce from Simon Konecki in 2019 After eight years together Including three years of marriage But yeah, My Little Love Does Not Get On um, All Night Parking didn't as well And that was a song that, that I, I picked
2: I now you've got things to do want to spend all my time with you. So good. I'm so hard to impress, don't leave me on this stretch alone. When I'm out at a party, I'm just excited to get home and dream about you.
1: So the song it's quite a short song, which mm-hmm. is good in a way because a lot of songs are quite long. But it just sounds like a a B-side, or just quite bland. And
0: and also I don't like that drum machine. Not for you. No, no I like. I actually like that. Thought it sounded like a, an Amy Winehouse tune. uh Just with the backing vocals there, uh, and it's actually a sample piano, would you believe? Mm. Uh, yeah. So the it's a sample piano by um Garner, who actually died in nineteen seventy-seven. And yeah, I like the crackling vinyl effect at the beginning of the song as well, at the top of the song there. Um yeah, and I actually didn't know until I researched it that the piano was a sample. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, doesn't get on. Um so you picked Cry Your Heart, I did not. Uh, what do you like about Cry Your Heart?
1: It sounds a bit like Amy
0: Waynehouse.
1: <laughs> it's 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 got like that modern feel, but it's also you could imagine it in the sixties or something as well. Or even more time, yeah. So it's a nice wee upbeat number.
0: Yeah, the uh, uh, flip for me just doesn't do anything for me. Mm. So um it's beautifully sung and performed, but middle of the road for me, just didn't hold my interest at all. Uh, and the last song that didn't get on was uh, A Woman Like Me, so you chose it, um, well, let, let's hear a bit of it.
2: Complacency is the worst trait to have, are you crazy? You ain't ever had, ain't never had a woman like me, it is so sad. A man like you could be so lazy.
1: So I, I like the almost like Spanish sound in flamenco guitar and a wee bit like Liza Medita Madonna,
0: that sort of sound. So yeah, it's just a wee different thing for now. Uh five minutes long and it doesn't go anywhere for me. <laughs> no. Uh, it was just a bit boring, so I was quite happy to drop it uh, from from that album. <coughs> okay, so there we are. Oh, yeah, those are the, the songs that were dropped, four that were dropped. We now have the eight that were picked. So let's reveal the TTMS supercut of Adele's 30. So they, the, the songs are Strangers by Nature. Easy on me. Can I get it? Hold on. To be loved. Love is a game. I drink wine and oh my god okay so paul that's a super cut you, i think you, you said this album was a, a three out of five mm-hmm. for you previously what would you rate it uh, the super cut i
1: think
0: it would still be a three right okay yeah. <laughs> good job then this episode <laughs> uh yeah well uh, i guess because you we were so different yeah that's probably what it was uh well i think we've done a good job here mm-hmm. i would actually raise it by half a mark from a three and a half to four and I do prefer the, the version that we've uh, curated here. If you want to listen to the TTMF Supercut
1: of 30 on Spotify join our Facebook group where we'll share the link along with each of our
0: own playlists. It's the final question. So Paul here is the, the final question. So as mentioned earlier The the sales figures for thirty were considerably less than that of twenty five and twenty one, and in terms of album hanging around the charts, it didn't have the same kind of lasting impact either. So, what one? What do you put that down to? And two, is this maybe the start of a decline in the huge popularity of Adele? What do you think? That might be
1: part of it. But I also think that buying public has changed the way we listen to. Although you had Freeman had not that long been in but she did her last album, twenty fifteen. But the music landscape had changed a lot. But who knows, maybe even Covid had an impact, you know, at that point. Maybe people were buying less physical product. So I think I think it's probably more about the way people buy music listen to music and her popularity declining but I do think there is a shelf life almost like maybe not a shelf life but like a you get so high and you can't really and I think she's kind of just at a plateau at the moment I don't think I don't think she'll get back to like sales that she had before but I think that's due to a lot of factors but what I would say as well apparently this was the most This album was the most uh, pre ordered album on Apple Music of all time. So, uh, certainly in the UK, it was the most album that people had ordered before it came out. They put it in, they added it to their music. So, apparently, that. So, although she'd lost those sales, that's quite a big indicator that she still got a lot of demand there. That it was the top kind of pre sale.
0: Okay, stream album of all time. I think when you, we've talked about this on previous pods, when you've got a, an artist when they really, really hit the big time, as in you're, you're talking huge, one of the biggest selling albums of all time. Most acts are lucky to get that once, even you know in their legendary acts. But a lot of these acts only have the one truly huge, 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 huge album, and. Uh, again, I use the example of Bruce Springsteen with uh, Born in the USA or Tina Turner with Private Dancer, Prince with Purple Rain, you know they're all legends but those are their big, that, those particular albums, and they're, they're the mega selling ones Adele's done quite well in that both 21 and 25 were huge huge sellers um, and yeah so I think when you consider that and the change in musical landscape with streaming mm-hmm. and so on. Yeah, it's actually hard to do an apples to apples comparison, really, because things have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of went through this transition period from physical formats to downloads to streaming now. So it's, it's very difficult to compare and contrast. All, all you can say is we know she's still hugely mm-hmm. popular, you just have to see the demand for her Las Vegas residency and so on, Um, social media, uh, profile um, and interest, so yeah, uh, I suppose for me, the one that's going to be more interesting is the next album. So what happens with the next album and where she takes herself, because the other thing you've got to consider is is age, Mm -hmm. and music in a lot of ways is quite an ageist industry, yeah, a lot of people when they get into their 30s, it kind of...
1: thing is, people still make great music, no matter how old they are, but yeah, mm-hmm. you tend to find that when people... And dare I say, probably female artists, probably get more male artists, maybe get away, mm-hmm. have a little bit more as they get older.
0: Agreed. Yeah, yeah uh, but, you know, if you look back on any musical acts, um, back catalogue, more often than not, their best material was made when they were in their 20s, -hmm. and maybe into their 30s, and they tend to not produce as good material uh, beyond that, and again, not being ageist, that's just the facts, you know? (laughs) Uh, If you think about any of your favourite bands and singers, that does tend to be, that does tend to be the case, so, but yeah. we we'll watch with great interest, see how uh, the next album performs. Will it be 35 or 40, you think? Well, I wonder if she'll keep doing that with the... I actually quite like that though. Mm. Uh, because what I like about it is it's almost, and she's deliberately done that, it's like signposts in her life. Mm-hmm. This is uh, where I am. This is where I am right now, this is what I'm talking about, what I'm feeling. And you've kind of gone from you know, young woman and the things that you, you go through to being in a relationship, becoming a mum, being successful, being happy um, on 25, and then fast forward five years and we're now in divorce and, and the trials and tribulations she, of dating again, and such like. Doesn't make
1: another album. Talk you 70 and calls it 70. <laughs> yeah, another for 40 years. I know. So, it's all up. I us I was thinking about our grandchildren, maybe.
0: <laughs> Look out for our next podcast, coming soon, and it's the continuation of our Bruce Springsteen side series, and this time we're looking at his 1980 double album classic, The River. God it's almost time for us to go. So parting thoughts, Paul? It was it was good, I'm glad to listen to it because I hadn't heard the
1: album and I'd, I'd heard various songs but I'd never heard like an actual album but I think I'll maybe check out our other albums as well. Yeah,
0: check out twenty one. That's okay. that's the for me the true um classic. It's so one, one of the one of those albums where even the album tracks are famous and you'll hear them mm. on the radio that's uh, consistently really really good album uh, definitely check that out um, and I think our next full album pod is going to be a classic double album from the 70's Did you Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life, so you're more familiar with that than me, so I will really need to give it a few more listens before we, we record that one, but I'm looking forward to it, there's absolutely some classic tunes uh, on that album, so looking forward to doing it So yeah, if you want to uh, give us your own thoughts on Adele's 30 or Adele herself, um, please feel free to get in touch and you can find our contact details in the show description. So thanks to you for listening. Thanks to Ben for making noises. And until next time, keep trimming. Musical Fat Podcast with a Stephen and Paul Nicholson production. Contact us via voicemail by going to anchor.fm forward slash gtms forward slash message or tweet us at, mus- at musical trimming or email us at trimmingthemusicfat at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group or visiting
3: our website www.trimmingthemusicalfat.com.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh Paul, what were the top telling singles? <laughs> <laughs> top telling singles. <laughs> uh, so, Paul, what were the top telling. Top telling? <laughs> so, Paul, what were the top selling singles in the UK in 2021? I don't know, because I'm just waiting for it to go down to. <laughs>